God bless all of you who have raised children, particularly at certain stages of their life. Shall I suggest, for example, the terrible twos might be one of them? Or perhaps in those teenage years where there's a free and perhaps rebellious spirit. Well, we heard today in our first reading from the book of Exodus that Moses had his hands full with the people. But we know the people weren't all two years old. Because as I'm told, and as I have heard, two-year-olds have one favorite word, no. I will not be obedient. I want to do my own thing. The Israelites ran into a lot of trouble because they wanted to do their own thing. And yet God in his great love, just like great parents, know that it's important to protect the kids from that which they don't even know. A little two-year-old will take an adventure into something that could be dangerous, could cause them great harm. The same is true in the spiritual life. It's hard to grow up and to be virtuous, but with God's grace, we can. Deeply within each of us, What we all inherited was original sin, and at the core of that original sin, the fundamental challenge was pride, or no to God. Adam and Eve had it so good before the fall. You see, all their passions, their desires were rightly ordered according to reason. And the reason was enlightened by what God had communicated, faith. And they were motivated by love. But then they chose to do their own thing. You see, they, like the two-year-old, if you will, or any time we get to that rebellious stage in our life, even as adults, when we say no, we become what Moses was referring to. We become stiff-necked people. Or maybe another way of saying it, it's like stiff-arming God and keeping him out here. And so what Moses is trying to do is go on behalf of the people and beg God for mercy for the stick-necked people, those who wanted to go back to worshiping false gods and to not be obedient to God. Of course, we can all look at our own lives and find ways that we have not been obedient to God. The great news is that when we discover those, we bring those to confession. God is kind and merciful. We hear that in this reading today. The Lord, the Lord, a merciful and gracious God, slow to anger and rich in kindness and fidelity. God's faithfulness is unconditional but he will not violate our own free will. So if we are stiff-necked, or if we stiff-arm God, he's not going to impose himself upon us. So what happens then is we are left on our own, and we all know what happens when we are left on our own, doing our own will, what we want. We discover it does not bring happiness. It brings something quite the contrary a great interior sense of unrest. And then it can be this desire to control. We can get angry, resentful, and all kinds of things 
can flow from that. And yet in our readings, we are instructed, even in our second reading today from St. Paul to the Corinthians, brothers and sisters, mend your ways, encourage one another, agree with one another, live in peace, and the God of love and peace will be with you. God will be with us whenever we invite him back in, even if we have been stiff-necked or stiff-arming God for something that we're not happy with and we want to do it our own way. But there are consequences for being stiff-necked. There are consequences for stiff-arming God. And God is going to allow us to remain in that place of misery until we wake up. Today, there's a lot of no to God. There's a lot of stiff-neckedness, a stiff-arming of God, unfortunately, by so many in our culture and our world. And when that happens, and when there's more and more of that, it creates a great disturbance. And there is not a sense of unity and peace and goodness and kindness, all the beautiful fruits that come when the Holy Spirit is alive within us. I sensed in prayer what God is asking us to do is to turn to him and to pray for the grace to be like Moses. God, come back to us. Yes, we and others have sinned, but we need you. We want you. And we desire to be obedient to you because you have our best good in mind. Today we celebrate the Most Holy Trinity, and what we see in the Most Holy Trinity is God the Father, the tremendous obediential reverence of Jesus the Son. Many times in the scriptures he said, I have not come to do my own will, but the will of my heavenly Father. It was his obedience to the Father that reversed the disobedience of Adam and Eve and turned sin and death upside down and restored us back to God because he became the sacrificial offering. As Moses went to the God asking for forgiveness, Jesus taking on the sin of all the world and then promise, promising to send the Holy Spirit to be with us always, God wants to come and dwell within us. And all we need to do is open our hearts to that grace. Brothers and sisters, let's pray for the grace of great conversion here in America. Conversion within our own hearts, conversion within our own families, our communities, our state, our country, and our world. We get to be ambassadors of goodness and love. We get to be those who strive to mend our ways, to encourage one another, to agree with one another, to live in peace, so that the love of God and his peace will be with us always. Let's pray for that grace today.